Listen, I don't like to preach, but here's some advice. You'll meet a lot of podcasters in life. If they tell you to listen to their podcast, remember, it's because they're stupid. Don't react to their idiocy. There's nothing worse than podcasts and social media. Keep your dignity and be true to yourself. Yeah, I think that's about as as good as we can get from this. Because boy, I'm heartwarmed. A lot of this was uh, dark. Yeah, you you gave me the reins for one episode, and I ruined your life. Hey, yeah, I don't know. I I mean, <laughs> I I've, I made us watch a whole episode of cigarette cartoons. Oh, you you've made us watch much <laughs> yeah, worse. Yeah. In fact. <laughs> Plus, like, if we're I, uh, if we're in the realm of quote-unquote banned cartoons, then we could do way worse than this. Yeah. Um, like, the, the amount of, like, just blackface cartoons where I was just like, nope, not doing that. <laughs> nope, not doing that. Nope, not yeah, doing that. Yeah, at least this is, like, boy. a nuanced and, and uh, interesting story that was banned for, you know, ideological reasons. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway, I'm Will. I mean, this is the On Two's podcast where we talk about cartoons. And currently, we are uh, coming to the end of Band Timber. Truly. We've, we all We've had arrived. a good time. Uh, did, you, um, did you make sure to grab a gift bag on the way out? Um, it's got some heinous shit in it and some less heinous shit. In oh, it. yeah. Yeah. I, I found this. It's all, uh, it's all banned foods, unfortunately. So yeah, it's uh, mostly because they'll kill you. Yeah, it's it's the milk that they used to put uh, just white paint in. Uh, yep. Um, this one just says lime paste on it, um, and there seemed to be some confusion as to whether or not it was the fruit or the uh, um, mix of calcium and other shit. Yeah, I got a lot of thalidomide in mine too. Ooh, yeah, it's not good. Huh? No, this should help me sleep. That thalidomide. That's how it works. Yeah, that I mean, that's what the thalidomide was for. I only know thalidomide because of the "We Didn't Start the Fire" song. Honestly, uh, thalidomide was an alternative to barbiturates, which were a oh. sleep aid way back in the day uh, that kept, you know, killing people. Uh, it, but then it sounds like it can also be used to treat leprosy. Oh, uh, thalidomide can. Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, I see. I don't know. So in the 1950s and 1960s, it was used as a treatment for nausea in pregnant women. Yeah. Um, but it resulted in severe birth defects. Uh-huh. Wow. It was also just straight up made by Nazis and well, tested in concentration camps. And then they, yeah. uh, That's like a they lot just lied about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, po- in post-Nazi awesome. Germany. Yeah. Uh, but Bummer, dude. Boy, speaking of war crimes... Uh, we watched Persepolis, <laughs> which is it's true. just rife with them. Yeah, um, a lot of war, a lot of uh, revolution, and a lot of political prisoners. Well, and, and God, executions. There's so much of the like, I don't know, people just trying to grasp for the slightest bit of fun and like connection with other yeah. humans, and then yeah. being horrendously oppressed for doing so yeah 
So um, for those of you who aren't familiar with uh, Persepolis generally, it started out as a graphic novel and then um, uh, was didn't later read converted it. into a film that we watched. There's like a part one through four, I think, of the graphic novel. Um, I read these uh, a long time ago um, when I was a kid. They uh, were in my library and like I gravitated towards the manga and graphic novel section with almost 100% certainty. It's easier to read. And got yeah, a lot of pictures. I like the pic I love the pictures. Love the man. pictures. I mean, we're going to talk and about pictures a lot. We and sure this is are. a uh, motion picture. Oh, so does that mean that there's the pictures themselves move? Uh no, it's uh we call it the illusion of movement. Uh, then why do they call it motion pictures? Uh it's not if it's not moving. It's kind then. of a misnomer. You know, I've been lied to once again by my co-host. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it follows the the story of a a, a girl becoming a young woman um, through revolutionary change in Iran. Um, uh, how much did you know um, either prior to this or uh, after watching this about the Western involved and Western backed? Uh, Shah. Oh yeah, was, I mean, who's overthrown? Yeah, the story that they told was pretty much just correct. <laughs> just the, like, yeah. Oh well, all right. They they put. I mean, and a lot of it is to be put on the UK. Um, they did. Yeah, they, they initially put they... all of the bla- all of it on the UK, and then there was a mention of the CIA later. There was exactly one mention of the CIA training. Um, torturers yeah which happened which yeah sure did Um, happen and it sure is like not an effective method to get any kind of information and even if it was it wouldn't be just yeah even if it were (laughs) um and uh but yeah they they uh for what reason we we can't possibly be sure but um the u.s's involvement was sort of brushed over in this um the u.s's involvement in in backing the shah and uh Certainly, the UK was to blame as well, yeah. as they are in most things. But um, I mean, there was hardly any mention of the US in a general sense in this, aside from the media that we create, right. you know. And and like that's its own like interesting topic, right? That I think we could do a full episode on is like the cultural export of uh, the United States and like how much power that actually gave the United States, especially during this like Cold War era. Yeah, that sounds um, like. You know, like a deep and interesting episode, but uh, you know, we gotta watch the snorks because we haven't <laughs> talked about the snorks yet. Bring me home to the snorks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, like what what I what differed from my memory about this is that I didn't uh, I didn't quite remember like I remembered it talking about the brutality. Um, after the overflow overthrow of the Shah, but I didn't remember like the the conversations that they had about like how bad the Shah was. Also, and, oh like, yeah, all this stuff. There's there's a lot of like, um, I, I I think that's what makes it such a powerful story is that like the, at no point is like a single um, ruling government centered as like any kind of uh, good. <laughs> good yeah Yeah. it's just like people like struggling as you said to like maintain their humanity and to like share uh life together and 
like various forms of state oppression. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, it's just trying to do these things in spite of the government. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, to to like bring that back a little bit, I, I appreciated that it also doesn't like show. You know, Vienna isn't the West, but um, European and like that's the West life as that's Austria. It's right below Germany. <laughs> that's the yeah, West. Um, it's I, I I feel like categorizing it as the as the West generally like I, might. I don't know. I think you're maybe just categorizing America or the U.S. Like, as the West. Uh, America and the UK and yeah. um, like Eastern European is slightly different. And that's not Eastern European. Like, that is that is like Central Europe. In, uh, Austria? Yeah. Like that's where Hitler grew up. I know. <laughs> but like I I guess I do think of things east of Germany as Eastern European. It's, hold up. You would not consider Italy Eastern Europe, would you? Um, no, that's South. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, to my mind, I, I'm thinking stuff like but Turkey, Hungary, like yeah, more of those like, countries. Hungary, like Budapest and Vienna are like an hour away from each other. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a big difference, though, just in terms of, you know, Culture, government, uh, amount of resources yeah. that they have that have not been, you know, just taken away from them. No, this is true. Um, but uh, anyway, I think I think that you're probably right. It's well, like, are you right? I don't know. Is Chechnya the former Czech Republic? Uh, do you consider that Eastern Europe? Uh, I, I would, but just in terms of a political block, uh, just due to, you know, the way that their revolutions have gone. Yeah, no, that's fair. And that's probably like a more, not probably, it's certainly a more, um, effective way to, to categorize it, categorize stuff rather than the literal. Yeah. It it is kind of like, cause if I'm talking about the South in the U.S., not necessarily right. talking about California. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, um, I think I agree with you. Hooray! I did it. We'll we'll uh, I've tricked tricked Adric. Yeah, there's gonna be <laughs> um, one person in the comments disagreeing with both of us somehow. Just being like, um, no, that that's Northern Europe. I consider that part of Scandinavia. <laughs> I consider that an Asian country. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, you're right. Like the its connection to Germany is, uh, like for a long time, they were they were yeah swaths of it were the same country and mm-hmm. yeah like uh, anyway um, anyway all of that to say the West was not like uh, the and and certainly in this that's a more appropriate like it in this it takes place as a um an instance of the west and like shows the isolation um contained within and like how like the the triviality of 
how certain things are regarded. Well, and how, like, yeah, how being an immigrant in any given one of those countries is going to isolate you from other yeah. people, uh, yeah. like and, culturally. And I, in this, in this case, in terms of language at first. Right. And, and just like, yeah, the, the willingness of others to, uh, abandon you and to, um, like the, the scarcity of life compared to like the, um, abundance of, uh, life that people don't seem to care about. Yeah. Like, and, um, I was always confused about like, at one thing that is never mentioned at any point is yeah. how people are getting money to pay rent. Yeah, and I I'm, I assume that there's some like, um, I assume that it's just like, like some boring shit. Like, yeah, I worked at a grocery store. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I I assume that there's some smoothing over as well. Like, her grandmother appears to be quite wealthy. Um, and there yeah. was some like, you know, allusion to or specific reference to like them. Oh um, yeah, being to them to, being connected to the old uh, king, the Kajar. To to the pre yeah um, to the the ruler before the shot, and so I imagine that there is some connection there. Um, but you know, I don't know. Yeah. I was going to mention with the Shaw story, there's um, a lot of scenes here where it swaps to this, like, kind of looks like puppet theater type thing mm -hmm. that I I really like the kind of storybook nature of it. Yeah. We should talk about the, the art style a little bit more in depth. Um, it's, like, primarily black and white. It, like, mirrors the, the graphic novel extremely well. Um yeah, the only yeah, scenes that are in like color are her present. Yeah, and that's a cool way to do it. Like the the like here is all the stuff that is reflection of memory versus yeah all the stuff that is yeah it it is interesting and and like I don't know it took me way too long I think to actually sort out like okay what we're not gonna be you know going into color when there's <laughs> regime change or whatever. Yeah, you know that type yeah, of thing, yeah. which I think is a much better way to go about it than to be like, "Here is good times color." We, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, here's a, a fun quote that is relevant to the art style. All right. Um, uh, the author Satrapi prefers the term "comic books" to graphic novels. Uh, quote: People are so afraid to say the word "comic." She told the Guardian newspaper in 2011. It makes you think of a grown man with pimples, a ponytail, and a big <laughs> belly. Change it to graphic novel, and that disappears. No, it's all comics. That's good. And I like. Yeah, that. I love comics. Comics, comics rule in our diverse set of things. And like, there's like some semantic question of like graphic novel versus comic being a like it, this is a thing it's that basically is like the way that it's released first. it's kind of like a fucking yeah. ova versus movie right like, exactly yeah they're and, just movies whatever right but comics are the superset right like right they, they contain graphic novels um but anyway if she considers this a comic then it's a comic mm -hmm. uh, i really liked the art style just in terms of it being large blocks of color 
or large blocks of black and white. Um, yeah, like like these yeah these swaths of and it looks especially amazing on paper and i think they did a good job of like bringing some texture to to a lot of this like the way that black ink on paper looks where there's like roughness underneath it that is still transferred through the thickness of the ink um yeah and like especially in the grays being able to see that it just looks beautiful um there's uh one scene that i'm thinking of that really pushes it uh the first scene where it's her in school with uh the veil on Hmm. and just the way that it's it's just this sea of black with faces in it yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. this is when she um it's right after after the the revolution yeah yeah when uh all, all of the veiling rules go into place in the hands yeah uh yeah the the use of negative space and the use of like blacks and whites and and like like not being um but like despite that the intensity of that particular scene there's also not like a judgment to using one color or another that i like it's not like things that are portrayed in uh white are no no like good and things that are black or bad. i mean there there is kind of a a tendency for it to be an overall darker palette uh yeah. when things are getting you know darker <laughs> yeah uh but i think a lot of that has to do with you know nighttime scenes and such right exactly um man and i, I also really loved the way that like her grandma's house was illustrated with the like white outlining the black trees and then oh yeah the, the flowers are drawn in like like barely visible white uh on top of the grays that sort of smooth over um yeah it's it's lovely yeah um let me see did we want to actually do a summary because it seems like one of those ones where so much stuff happens that it's it's almost impossible yeah, we could it's, like sprint through, but yeah, um, I, the simple like summary. Yeah, the simple yeah, summary is that uh, she's living in Iran. Uh, the revol the revolution happens against the Shah. Uh, then they have an Islamist government uh, or fundamental Islamist government. Um, mm-hmm. uh, she is like kind of a punk kid. Uh, and her parents are just kind of like, no, they're, oh they're God, going to, yeah, they're <laughs> going to just tear your head off of you if you stay here. The scenes here. of her as a kid yeah, brought me so much anxiety. Oh, so much. Like, and I realized that was the point, but like, holy shit, that was like, cause she's like, uh, you know, outspoken little tapes yeah. and outspoken and is like yeah uh wearing a, a punk is not dead jean jacket yep and um <laughs> yeah and you know we're also hearing at the same time like yeah people were being executed for doing a exactly like this, this. <laughs> shit exactly yeah yeah um, um so her parents uh send her off to vienna to yeah go to school there uh she she previously went to like um uh a french school and so had some some french 
language and uh yeah this this was a way it isn't said whether or not like there's a reference earlier to her dad like um working with people to forge documents of various kinds it yeah clear like if they're uh forged or if this is you know with the, the blessing of the government it doesn't matter from uh the the perspective of the story but i am yeah it, it, like yeah curious what struggles were necessary in order to it seems like her parents like went through a lot to make all of this possible right and, like that there was a lot of struggle uh so uh she goes to vienna uh is kind of couch surfing it seems <laughs> yeah. uh uh, up until the point where she has a relationship that falls apart and she yells at the person that she's staying with, uh, gets kicked out and is homeless for a while. And then yeah, this is this is much later. So she starts this arc like as a young kid. Oh, yeah. And goes through to, I assume, like high school age, late high school age. I thought this was college, but I don't know. I think. Uh... Yeah, it might. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Anyway, many years. Yeah. Like ten plus years. Yeah. Like this is. I, I'm just given the very broad strokes because, God, a lot happens in this movie. Like the plot uh-huh. just keeps going. Um. Uh-huh. So, uh, gets homeless, winds up passing out in a park. Uh, calls her parents and uh gets a flight back to Iran. Uh, is like clinically depressed. Uh, yeah, feels isolated yeah. and lost, and like separated both from, like felt isolated back in Vienna, and now that she's back, uh, feels isolated from, like all of the changes here and all the people here. Uh, she has like a one childhood friend. Uh, well, I think it's a difference between, like, it, it's kind of this push and pull between isolation and repression. Yeah. Where in Vienna, she's isolated, but quote unquote free, but that doesn't really do much for you when you don't have a support system. So you right. wind up you homeless. Home. Uh, but then when she's in Iran, then she has to, you know, wear a veil and go to uh, like if she wants to go to parties, then there's the risk of uh, government violence <laughs> happening yeah, what, are, what are they called the guardians guardians of, of the faith or something like that guardians of the revolution the guardian council also called the council of guardians or the constitutional council mm. uh yeah so there's a whole lot of that stuff uh she winds up getting married to a guy gets divorced that was a remarkably quick portion of the movie yeah like i was amazed with like wow uh Um, and then yeah we got a a one year later title card and sort of moved on yeah uh and then eventually moves to france and that's where she's at now uh but she's kind of accepted her iranian heritage which is you know Something that I didn't touch on too much there, but there there was a lot of talk of like her denying her Iranian heritage when she was in the in Vienna because people would treat her 
like like some kind of monster because you know she's from a place where a revolution is happening so what they're hearing in the news is not necessarily normal life right well and on top of that like it's a uh a regime that rebelled against the west right yeah and so um there's like active propaganda against and legitimate war crimes that are happening and executions and so like the the combination of all these things mean that uh yeah people like do not understand the nuance um sometimes understandably don't understand the nuance and well and i think that media like this is important because it shows that nuance because if if all you do is watch like oh here's the war in ukraine happening then you don't really get the you know human impact of stuff like that yeah no i i think that this like truly is one of the most important um pieces of media that I, I read as a young kid to like understand like any like it, it gave me a, an initial frame of reference for like what um how complicated the world could be and and like the the nuance of political regime change it like introduced me to uh well and like kind of just the, the names fact of that socialists and kind of just the fact that people are people all over exactly you know and yeah like it doesn't matter what regime you you live under, you're still your own person. Yeah. And I, I liked the, the work that it did to humanize even the people who fought for the regime. Um, as, you know, mostly, like, there's a, a lot of kids who are told, like, in uh, a lot of young men who are told, like, in this hellish world. Uh, there yeah, is if, a, if you do this certain thing, then this is how you wind up having a better next life. And right. And uh, like the exploitation of young men is something that is uh, consistent across the world. right? Oh, yeah. Like it is it is the way that people get things done, frankly, um, is by putting a putting guns in the hands of young men and telling them that this gives them power and that this is the the means through which they can um serve their country and serve their people and uh well and telling them hey you're fighting for a better world right that type of thing which like sometimes sometimes you are but i don't know it's very it's very complicated (laughs) it's very complicated um no it's it's uh it's interesting and like um there's there's very like appropriately uh despite like the starkness of the the visuals and this like the whole thing is a gray area yeah um the whole thing is a is like complicated and painful and um yeah i just uh i think it's also such a a a beautiful story centered in like one person's yeah like that that helps out with it a lot is is just centering on one person there are a lot of other characters that, you know, come and go, but yeah. By by keeping it with her, then you keep kind of a thematic thing. Yeah. And you get introduced to like the um complications and specific pain of her family and like her uncle be, like yeah. uh being exiled to or like s- somewhat self-exile somewhat being uh, hunted out of his country 
going to school, getting a doctorate in Marxist-Leninist theory, coming home. Yeah, and uh, then getting to see the revolution again, and, and then getting murdered. Yeah, and there's that that piece that she says uh, in um, uh, in school when uh, the the teacher is talking about how awful the Shah was, and she's like, "Yeah, the Shah was awful." Um, my uncle was uh, imprisoned there for nine years, but it took the revolution. Uh, for them to execute him well and like... it, it was specifically <laughs> the teacher saying oh we don't have political prisoners yeah. it's like no you're fucking lying we have this number of political prisoners this is 300,000 yeah was the quote. known we fact 3,000 to 300,000 yeah and one of them is my uncle and like uh I am sure that that was like everybody in that room had some yeah like everyone knows it's a fucking lie it's just yeah you know them trying to do the thing where you say a lie enough times that it becomes true yeah and um one one thing about this because it's a story about a person and a story about a a, like uh, a human life that is not yet over is that the ending isn't super satisfying no it it takes you to where that it, it can um, which, as you mentioned earlier, is when she leaves Iran for the last time. She sees her grandmother for the last time and, uh, uh, like, is now going and reflecting on um, the the life that she lived up until this point. Yeah. She's written a number of other books since then. Well, I mean, and, it, it um, literally ends with the guy going, where are you coming from? And her saying, Iran. Yeah. Which is, and, you know, her kind of acceptance of what all has happened to her in her childhood in a general sense. Yeah. And, you know, like what that brings forward. Yeah. And and what that means for your own identity. It's yeah, it it is quite the story. I'd really recommend uh, watching it and or reading it, whatever your, your preferred consumption method is. I think this is a, like, it's one of those adaptations that I don't think adds a ton um, to the source material, but if one of them makes it more accessible, then in that, in and of itself, it is added. I mean, to, Marjan directed it, uh, so it's, yeah, it's like it's as close as you can get to, and the art style is the same. The like, um, uh, there was the question of like, there's the subtitles that are baked into yeah the uh, the well, thing. so we watched um, an English dub. And it's yeah. originally French. It had it had the subtitles baked in, which were like not exactly what people were saying, which is always weird. It's always frustrating. Yeah, and like the um, it's the one that's uh, uploaded for free on YouTube for some reason. I don't know why it's on here. I don't know. I think this is super <laughs> illegal. Right, like it's uploaded because there's also a bio rent version of it on YouTube. I wonder if it's just like a we're just not going to take it down thing. Uh, Um, Maybe, yeah. But anyway, uh, I regret not buying it or renting it. Uh, Um, I would if the library was open long enough. They actually have it at the library right down the street from me, but um. Go get it from your public library. I'm dumb and that's, lazy. That's the actual yeah. thing to say. Get everything from your like, public well, library. Yeah. Library, good. Truly. Bastion. I'm still waiting on them to get me a copy of Xanadu. 
I, <laughs> 2026. Well, I I put in for it after Olivia Newton John died, which I think everyone everyone uh, was like, I want to watch Xanadu. Yeah. Well, one day. One one day. One day I'll get to watch roller skating. <laughs> um yeah, any any other thoughts on this? It's it's one of those things that like uh I feel like all like our role in this um is to just say watch hey, it. Hey, here's uh, here's the thing, watch it. Here's why we think it's real good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um and so there's I, like there's only so much commentary. <laughs> There's a lot of like horrific scenes, like, but the art style keeps them from being uh very horrific. Like, it's very sedate in the yeah. way that it's like her finding the hand in the rubble is yeah, exactly not like it's not dwelled upon. No, and it's not gratuitous. Um, like I, I I'd say even that like um the it was very impactful as a kid to see those things as an adult it does feel like uh, pushed back almost a little bit too much um but i understand that it's like the way that you know this is this is a book that that kids get to read now as like part of their curriculum and i don't think that that would have been possible if it was more than do they still get to read it i don't know places have been fucking banning mouse so true like yeah, but, this is something that I read along the same time period as Mouse, um, and like in comparison, uh, which I, I don't know, Mouse is like one of one of the most graphic books I've yeah, ever read. Yeah, Mouse is a lot um, more uh, explicit with the violence, yeah. but I don't uh, know. It, it's there's something about it being real and something about it being. Yeah biographical in the case of mouse or autobiographical in the case of Persepolis that, you know, makes it very different than the violence in like, I don't know, the new cyberpunk cartoon, literally anything else or the boys or whatever. Like it it makes it very different and very uh, much more emotional, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it still hits. And like, um, to some degree, right? It's up to like the author to decide the level of which she wants to engage with this, and and the way that she chooses to depict, frankly, the murder of her own family members, right? Yeah, like, um, and her friends, and uh, it's yeah, the it's it's a it lot of things where like being... you know what's happening, but they don't have to zoom in on it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Um, oh, do we want to talk about where and why it was banned? Oh, sure. Yeah, that's the reason that's for the, the season. The, the, yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, so I remember it so was banned in Lebanon, but it was banned in Lebanon um, in uh, in 2013. Chicago schools schools actually banned it um, because of the graphic language and violence. Um, there were protests following that, and uh, at some point, I believe it was reinstated. Um, uh, but uh, in the United States, uh, oh, there's a, a thing that happened in Washington 
Uh, a group of parents objected to adult content in the film and graphic novel and lobbied to discontinue it as part of the curriculum. Uh, but the Curriculum Materials Adoption Committee, boy, that's hard to say, uh, felt that other educational goals, such as that children should not be sheltered from what the board and staff call disturbing themes and content, outweighed the crudeness and parental prerogative. Saner minds prevailed. Yeah, which, like, I don't know, there's a lot of that type of shit going on now, which is yeah. just the worst because it's just the yeah. dumbest fucks on earth just being like, <laughs> oh, well, this, the children. this, if they read the mouse, then they'll think all the Nazis were bad and maybe some of the Nazis like, wasn't yeah. bad. It's like, shut yeah. the fuck up. Or, or uh. and, well, and obviously they, you know, frame it just as, oh, well, there's a penis in one of the scenes. Right. It's like, okay. Like, there is indeed kids have junk. Chill. Yeah. Fucking um, they're the mannequin PSA. Like yeah. Jesus, you you're just gonna not Jesus. take your kid to France? Cause there's uh I mean many of them well, the yeah. answer to that question is yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh here's a, a quote from a parent in central Illinois Balkatham school district. Yay. Questions why a book about Muslims was assigned on September eleventh. Uh mm, Okay. <laughs> Uh, was it, was that their whole <laughs> objection? Yes. Okay. At least that's the, the whole objection of the quote. I'm sure they talked more. I, yeah, I'm yeah. sure it meant the same amount when they said those words out loud. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, Yeah, it was. Uh, so in June of 2007, it was dropped from the uh, Bangkok International Film Festival uh, oh boy! Festival director Chetan Kunjara. I'm just reading directly off Wikipedia. Is this interesting yeah. to people like this? Uh, um, I feel like we've we've covered. Yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> but this one was actually like, interesting to me because he says I was invited by the Iranian embassy to discuss the matter, and we both came to mutual agreement that it would be beneficial to both countries if the film was not shown, and. It is a good movie in artistic terms, but we have to consider other issues that might arise here. That is interesting. So there were direct attempts by the Iranian government to get this suppressed, which, I mean, yeah. it makes sense from their perspective because, right. you know. The, the way that it is. Yeah. <laughs> Propaganda. We. We. Uh, anyway. You got a numerical yeah. review? Um, I think that this transcends it. It's not, you know, uh, to give it like, I don't know, it's, it's a tent. It's a, it is a story worth telling and it's doing its job. And, uh, you know, any like criticism or disagreement that I have with it is not um, worth or like any from, from like an artistic perspective because it's the kind of story that it's it, the more, it's more valuable the sooner that it's told. Yeah. And so like any refinement that you do to it, any like um, adjustment for the, the purpose of making it a, a better work of art uh, comes at the cost of it being, it taking more time or possibly never coming out or, at all. Or, I think it's you a know, good reminder of being, that. being less real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, you know, I am just glad that it exists and um, 
you know, any. Yeah, I, I mean, I would, ag- I would agree with you on that, which is why I'm giving it uh, 10 dead family members out of 10. Wow. That's very awful. magnanimous. I can't me. believe you said that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I'm going to censor this or you edit all the episodes now. Yeah, I, I do. Can't you said that. Jesus Christ. I have all the power. That sucked. That sucked. Get him out of here. Boo. <laughs> Boo this man. Uh, do, do we even know what we're doing next week? We, do, we have to no actually idea. talk about that. Yeah. All right. But I think we're going to be back to our, our non. Yeah, we're going to be on normal um, stuff. And we're not doing we're not doing all Halloween shit this October. Because, no. God, there there was too much last year. We've been year. there once. Yeah. We're good. Well, we, you know. We know we're going to do the uh, the Jordan Peele movie when that comes out. Yeah. Uh, but that's all we know. But. It's all, that's all you get from us. Yeah. You little shits. Yep. Bye. <laughs> thanks so much for listening, y'all. And big thanks to the composer of our theme, Miles Morkery, and to Bernadette Meeker, the artist for our thumbnail. We are on Two's Pod on Twitter.com. Our website is ontoos.club. You're the best. Good night. Good night. <laughs>